everyone. Welcome to post Credit Brews. This is the podcast where we do a review while drinking a cold brew. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. And I'm John. And we got an exciting episode for you today. We're doing another round of The Forgotten Files. Finally! It's something we haven't done in a little bit, and we figured we'd bring it back. John, this is your first one with us. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the topic that we decided to go with today is the Comedian Roundtable. So what we did was... And we legit kind of just figured this out, like, mm-hmm. it'd be five minutes ago watching Thursday Night Football. It was quick. Yeah. yeah. So we decided to take a bunch of, like, famous comedians, and we put them in a hat. And in the spirit of the political landscape going on, and it's debate season, that's another topic for a different day. But we decided to ha- have a little fun with this Forgotten file. So we're each going to choose three comedians out of a hat, go once around accordingly. And our first pick is going to be our, I guess, presidential candidate or comedian yeah. candidate that we want to, we're going to have to defend later I, on. I think what we're calling him is the king of comedy. The king of comedy, it's yeah. The, he's at the top. Is that that we're going with? The chief, yeah. yeah. Is, is that what marketing told us? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> the so king the, of the, comedy. the king of comedy is going to be our number one pick. And then we're going to go around again and we're going to choose... I guess they're running mate, or I guess we're going. What they what are we calling that? We're calling that the assistant of humor. Assistant of humor. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and we have a third pick that is going to be our. Well, I guess what do you want to call it? <laughs> Secretary of giggles. <laughs> Secretary of giggles. Is that what we're going with for that? Yeah, I mean, if we if we come up with a better name, we'll. <laughs> we'll just shoot it off. No, no, I, I love that. I love that. Let's roll with it. And I guess kind of our reasoning for this is so we have a bunch of different random comedians in this hat. And, you know, we want that king of comedy. He's like the, the leading person in this movie, if you think about it. And then his assistant of humor, that's more of like the his sidekick or his best friend or his or her best friend in the movie. Opening act if it's like a night, if it's comedy night or yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then the secretary of giggles, he's just the guy that shows up like one or two times, but he kind of steals the movie, you know? So I like that reasoning. I, I liked how you de- described that. I couldn't think of a better way to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, this will be a fun episode. I think. Yeah. Like I said, and we're really just going off the fly with this movie theaters are still mm-hmm. on the up and down. John, you were just saying that it might be closing. They might be closing down again. Yeah, I think especially with uh, Marvel's Black Widow moving. I think uh, the the director, I guess, is his title for uh, NATO, like the National Association of Theater Owners, put out a statement that it's pretty likely theaters will have to close again. Hmm. That sucks. Inconceivable. That's crazy for me for Black Widow. Like that was supposed to. I think it's coming out May sixth. I saw, and that's like more than a year than when it was supposed to come out. Let this year, yeah, like it's, I, yeah, it's past whenever it was supposed to come out this past year, yeah, yeah, but it's not like a new mutant situation. It's like I, you know, I actually have a little more faith in this movie. It's just yeah. bad circumstances. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Marvel's trying to hide it or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't really know what the future's going to be holding for any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I saw like other movies, like you were talking, you were saying like Bond hasn't moved yet. I think that Death on the Nile I saw they pushed back to like December. Yeah, it's still coming out this year. Yeah, but yeah, like like it's kind of putting a a rip in what we actually can be reviewing on this podcast. So we're getting a little creative with mm-hmm. things. So we're thinking this might be a way to spice things up a little bit. Yeah, we also got the blog going. Mm-hmm. Postgoodbrews.blogspot.com. Yeah, always active and. 
John's doing a great job. He's breaking down every episode of the Amazon series The Boys. Mm-hmm. So that's an just like the show is. I, I kind of like how it's you gotta wait till Friday to to watch each episode. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing it episode by episode. So if you're an avid fan of the show like we are, you can check out mm-hmm. his our thoughts on each episode on the blog. Yeah, gives you something to look forward to each week, like a new episode of that show. Yeah, yeah. and we're not gonna do an episode about the boys, but like I'm really digging the second season. Yeah, what do we think? We like it. Yeah, I, I definitely, yeah. I definitely like it. Yeah, I think adding that other superhero into the mix is kind of giving it more of a life. I didn't know what they were gonna do with it after the first season, mm-hmm. but yeah. I think like some of the story, like I kind of hope it does a bit more in these upcoming. I mean, I'm I'm not really mentioning it much in the reviews. I kind of hope it does something with some of the storylines left from the first season, like bringing the superheroes into the military. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's straying a little bit away from that, but then again, it's I mean, it's 8 hours of television, so yeah. right. it's something that could come into play in these next 3 episodes. And I think one thing with us too is like we don't read the comics, so we don't really know like yeah. what what direction they might start taking this. I, I didn't mean, even know it was a comic. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a comic or like a graphic novel you know, whatever you'd call it. But isn't the Walking Dead a graphic novel too? Yeah. That is yeah. But I mean similar to that, we watched that and we really didn't know what was going on. I'm sure know? that's the final season of Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah, the final season's coming up for that. Yeah. My but mom, they're doing all these spin offs, like it's yeah. Yeah, my mom is so happy that the Walking Dead's over because like my dad watched it like, oh, yeah. in the living room on Sundays mm-hmm. and all I hear is all she would hear going to bed is that <laughs> She's like, I, I can't wait for that fucking show to be done. It's a great way to start the week. Yeah. yeah. You I got gave up on that show. The Sunday Scaries, and you got to listen to the the, the Walkers. Yeah. I gave up on that, like, maybe season five. That was such a cool show. Like, the first season of that was so cool. And it was, like, it was something new. Like, you didn't really see it. And then every season after that, it was just, it was the same thing. Yeah, the same episode. It was the same storyline. It was, they, they found, like, a... It was either a gas station or a home. library or something like that, that that they had supplies in. They yeah. they sneak into there and then they get caught by yeah. a bunch of walkers. And the whole episode is them trying to escape from that building. Yeah, yeah, very like tense. There was always a new villain. There was always a new home that they found, whether it was like the farm or the prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was yeah. The ranch season was cool with Herschel and them on the ranch. That was a cool one. I love the prison concept when they were locked in the prison. They're all sleeping in cells. I love mm. that. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah. With the governor was a cool villain and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and kind of like Homelander in, in the boys, he plays like the great like antihero. Mm-hmm. Like you want to root for him, but you despise his guts at the same time. Oh, Homelander's horrible. <laughs> he's a bad guy. Well, no, but it's like on, on the on the face he plays that like he's like he tries the, to be like the good, like the yeah the poster Post- child. Yeah. yeah, he wants to be like the poster child, and then yeah, he's just like a complete piece of shit. Yeah, he's a horrible. He's a he's horrible. He's gonna person. do something in these next. So, I, I mean, well, the, the the fifth episode, he has like a like a vision sequence that you, you kind of don't know if it's actually happening or not. I haven't watched the fifth yet. Have you, Dave? Yeah, I'm, I'm all caught up. You're all caught up. Okay, yeah. had to catch up. What are our predictions for this season for the boys? I I'm gonna say it right now. I think Homelander might not make it out of the season. Maybe I don't know. That, that's just me, but. No, I, I think he's too valuable. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think, I think I, he'll make it out, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gets kicked out of the seven. Okay. 
I think I think the deep's gonna come and swoop it in at some point and I, and make it make a move. I mentioned it in my review. I think like Mave, the deep, and Atra. I think they're all gonna like team up and try and like oust like Homelander. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I mean, I mean something. I mean, I mean you, you kind of see where that storyline goes in the fifth episode, like mm-hmm. yeah. without giving anything away. Yeah. Yeah, like we really can't like dive well. And you and I could talk about this with yeah. with Matt yeah. as a it's nothing, it yet. It's not. It's nothing yeah. major. Yeah. But, yeah. I did see his, his whole relationship end, with Mave is really like starting to deteriorate him like mm-hmm. outing her in that interview and stuff oh, oh homelander yeah 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 we'll say it's it's a great show check it out it's on amazon yeah amazon's the boys three more episodes this season oh really is there only three more three oh, more wow. it's eight eight episodes yeah we so we have five they got a new one coming out tomorrow is it to- yeah, the tomorrow. time's recording yeah tomorrow yeah did yeah. you see what, what's that called again i forget the episode no, no, a new, a not new a new, show. well, New Boys is coming out tomorrow, but there's a new show. Um, it's like Rain Wilson, John Cusack. I heard it. about this, yeah. Yeah, I think actually Jillian Flynn, who wrote Gone Girl, she I know is like a creator about. on this show, which is interesting. It's called Utopia, I think. Yeah, it's about, like, I mean, it's kind of timely, but it's about like a virus that's like. <laughs> you know, it's gone. funny you mentioned that because I was like, you never like scroll through Instagram at like three in the morning. That's one of the things that popped up as an advertisement. Yeah. It was like one of those, like, I guess, videos. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to audio, but like, I guess it was John Cusack. It looked like um, Paul Rubens, like Pee Wee Herman like, yeah. in, the, in, the, in that show. I'm like, is, He's not I had to look it up. Well. I was like, is that, is that Pee Wee Herman? In, yeah. <laughs> is he making a comeback? <laughs> is he in this hat? I don't think he made the cut. I'll throw him in there. Could really He'd be a good secretary him, of giggles. Give him a defense. Secretary of giggles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marketing's outdone themselves with 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 that. Oh yeah. I see Phil, the producer over there, laughing. I know you're laughing, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Do we Any- jump into the beer we got today? Yeah. But anyway, it's post credit brews. We're here. We're doing the Forgotten Files comedy roundtable edition. And we have a beer to review today. Matt, it was your turn. You are the master of ceremonies. What are we drinking today? So today we got the Puddler's Row from Conshohocken Brewing Company. I'm excited for this one. I've had this one before. Have you guys? Yeah, the amount of times we've gone to Conshohocken Brewing Company, you think we'd be getting paid as a sponsor by them. We're not. Not at all. Conshohocken, Cape May. We use Cape May a lot. Um, I think we got to go more to these like local breweries and get some stuff from them. I know, you know, yeah, close to us. I um, could. I wanted to go to Crooked Eye, but like, they didn't have anything. Like I might have to get like a growler, just review a growler or something. Thinking of growlers, but then how do we do the crack? You know, uh, we can. Uh, maybe we could do like a two for one kind of deal. We sacrifice review sacrifice a claw. Sacri- yeah. Sacrifice yeah. a claw. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> But we got the Publish Row. Sacrifice a claw. That's it's great. The, the all-season ale. I'll be excited to dig into this. This looks intriguing to me. I'm intrigued by this. We'll save it for the review pretty much because we do better job at reviewing the artwork on the can than actually reviewing the beer, right? Yeah, that's, that's what the the mailbox has been telling us here. <laughs> but uh, I, I like the artwork on this one. I don't yeah. know what's going on, but something's happening. This is good with the pet takes you, so maybe... Let's just drink this, and maybe we'll have a a clear path to enlightenment once we get to the beer review. There we go. And with that being said, we got the post-credit beer crack. All right, boys. Cheers. Pick up while it's cold, ladies. 
Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, with this starting, what I think we should do is, Dave, let's start with you and then go to me and then go to you. So what we'll do is... I get the pick, number one overall pick? You get the number one pick. Nice. So you pick first. Let me... Can I see the bowl? I want to shake it up. Shake it up! Okay. All right. Dave? You know, I've always gotten... I got the number one overall pick in my fantasy leagues maybe like once or twice, and it never really panned out for me, so I'm a little skeptical right now, but fuck it. Let's just go with it. Okay. So my number one pick is... Will Ferrell. No, you you had to cheat for that. <laughs> All right, that's a that's a strong candidate right there. That's like one of the that's easily like one of like the top three or four you could have like gotten. Five like when we were talking about the people, there's maybe like five or six. Because we were only going to start with like six, and then we just kept kind of rattling them off. And yeah. probably those like first like five or six are like crit, like you want them in this first. So give us a little, give us a brief kind of, you know, give us your feelings on. Having him as your king of comedy. Well, what more could you say? I mean, it's Will Ferrell, like mm-hmm. comedic legend, and you could just like I could spend the whole episode just naming off all of his movies. Yeah. We were planning on doing a Will Ferrell episode. We were, yeah. When Eurovision came, I mean, out. we st- we still could. We could, yeah. But like, obviously, for like this whole political standpoint, the campaign he did that. Do you think he's lost it over the years? Okay, you know what? You need to relax. I don't. I wouldn't say that he like lost yeah. it, his step. I just think he's choosing projects that like just they're not panning out. Like I was not a big fan of the one he did with Kevin Hart. I didn't see that. Get hard. Get hard. Get hard's not that. Yeah, it's okay. It's for a Will Ferrell movie. It's it's one of those comedies you just look at and it's just so cringeworthy. Mm -hmm. You see it once Uh, and you don't have to see it. Casino Night, I guess that's what it's called with uh, with Amy Poehler. Right. Yeah. So they so they gamble away their daughter's college tuition Mm -hmm. and they open up a casino in their in their house to get it all back. Yeah. And they become gambling addicts or whatever. Yeah, that was kind of stupid. But like, he's just a legend. Like Step Brothers, mm-hmm. um, Blades of Glory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, old school, Anchorman. Anchorman. This is a big one. Yeah. Elf. 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 Yeah. Elf. Elf. Yeah. He, I, I can only seemed... I can only watch Elf like once a year. Once a year. It's yeah. just yeah. Christmas. I, I watch it Christmas Eve. It's kind. Of, it's it's kind of taking the place of um, a, a Christmas story. I obviously got to watch that, but I, I watch Elf on. I think on just the. I was gonna say. I feel like Will Ferrell definitely his time was like the two thousands, and then like after two thousand ten, like he was still doing funny stuff, but I don't think it was as like relevant as like yeah, like you were rattling off like Elf, Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Talladega Nights. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to think between like twenty ten and twenty twenty, what was like his fun like. Second Anchorman's maybe his funniest movie. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and I mean, and I like that movie, mm-hmm. but that's kind of. And I would say Eurovision was good for what it was. Yeah, yeah. Like, Eurovision wasn't too bad, but I mean, so, I'm, I've actually never Hol- seen that. Holmes and Watson was complete garbage. Yeah, that was pretty bad, and that was. <laughs> I never saw it. Yeah. No, that yeah, no. I, him and John C. Ryler are usually a good team, but they've usually been with Adam McKay. Mm-hmm. So, I would say the funniest, the last very funny movie he did was The Other Guys. And that was the other guy was ago. hilarious. That yeah. was 2010, yeah. Love that movie. Yeah. Now, one that's a cl- a cl- that I guess I would consider a cult classic is probably Semi-Pro. Mm-hmm. People love it and people hate it. 
Yeah. I know people that like love that movie. Yeah. And I know people that hate that movie. I think especially people that like understand a lot of the references. And I mean, like the, that actually happened. Like what happened, you know, the four teams getting to go into the NBA. Like that mm-hmm. was a big thing. I didn't know that. I, yeah. Our, our dad talks about that movie all the time. Yeah. He likes that movie. He loves that movie. I've never seen it. Would you put it in the same mold as like the cable guy? Because the cable guy is one of those movies that's like, I love the cable guy. Mm-hmm. But I love it after watching it years later. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear that's a movie you watch it the first time and you're just like, what did I just watch? And then you appreciate it more and more. I've never seen The Cable Guy. You've never seen The Cable Guy? Never seen The Cable I don't know if I should be admitting that on the show. Well, I hope you don't get Jim Carrey. Yeah. Let's, right. <laughs> but, okay, but that's, I mean, we'll save the rest for, for later. Yeah. All right, Matt. Let's see. Who's your number one pick? My pick is... Chris Farley. Whoa, you Ooh. struck gold with that one. <laughs> We're doing good. This is a <laughs> we we have a whole it's a whole hat of just a bunch of people that we have. So we're doing good with the, these first picks. Yeah, I think that's that ceramic bowl is getting like a crack in there with all the names in there. Yeah. When it's a bowl now, it's not a hat. <laughs> it's when did it become a bowl? <laughs> How many beers have we drank? Because I didn't want to take my hat off. How many beers have so, we drank? <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, Chris Farley, what do you say? I mean Definitely gone too soon. Gone too sure. soon, yeah. But, um, you know, obviously like Tommy Boy, um, Black Sheep. People forget about Black Sheep all the time. I Black Sheep, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was supposed to do. She was supposed to be Shrek. Supposed to be yeah. Shrek. You've seen that. We've all seen that video where he. Uh, you know, he would have made a good Shrek. He's, he's. I like his voice in that. Yeah. That he clip. Would, he would have made a good Shrek. Yeah. Like if you looked at that sketch though, like the animation looked kind of. Like the mm-hmm. design looked kind of bad, but yeah, it was just like hand, like a like a black yeah. and white. It's, I I feel I, like the Chris Farley Shrek. You, I think you would you would have to you would get more of a personal connection to the character in that yeah. versus the Mike Myers one. I mean, the Mike Myers one is like it's iconic. Yeah, I can't so I can't it's think good. of it any other way. Yeah. But I think my thing with Chris Farley when I always think of him is like what could have been. So like what his career would have been. Now, you know, I mean, I think it's safe to say I think he would have been showing up in these Adam Sandler Netflix movies. and He was supposed to be like Kevin that. James in Grown Ups. Pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure he, he was supposed to be Kevin James in Grown Ups. And I think, I think it might, if he wasn't that, I think that would have, might have pushed that movie up to Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison kind of like. Would have been better. On like the Mount Rushmore of Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. Check out our episode, the Mount Rushmore of Adam Sandler in our Uncut Gems episode. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think... You know, I mean, he was funny. I mean, everyone talked about how how funny he was, and he was supposed to be like a really nice guy. And even like his SNL stuff, you go back to that, and it's just like <laughs> you, you just laugh. Oh you know? yeah, like the two people you guys picked, like you probably could defend your choices with them just in the stuff they did on Saturday Night Live alone. Yeah. Right, that's a good point. But I think on the flip side, it's complete opposite though. Like you guys were asking me if Will Ferrell's regressed. We're talking about if, if Chris Farley would have progressed. He, yeah, I mean, I think his last movie was Almost Heroes, right? Yes, Almost Heroes. Yeah, which was also it's an underrated movie. movie. Yeah, I love that movie. People don't appreciate that movie <laughs> enough. I've never seen. Is Beverly Hills Ninja funny? I've never seen that. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but yeah, I, I, like, I had to take a deep a dive on that. And yeah, he just like I, you I'm mentioned the SNL sure, like, stuff too. Like I always lose it at, at Lunch Lady Land when he's dancing. Lunch Lady Land, Chippendales. Yeah. yeah. 
What else is fun? I always um the Gap Girls. Oh, Gap good. Girls is funny. Yeah, Gap Girls is good. Yeah. Oh, there's another one. I I forget. He's got a lot of good SNL. It's like a Folgers out. one. Like a, like a coffee. Oh yeah. I think it's like they change out the coffee brand and he starts like freaking out. Yeah. Matt Foley motivational oh, Matt, speaker. Matt Foley. Like Matt his, Foley. Yeah. yeah. That's that's his big one. <laughs> Didn't him and Adam, Adam Sandler do the uh, the gay beer one? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure we have like the best of Chris Farley on DVD somewhere. Probably. I, I mean, a lot of the clips were in when Adam Sandler did that tribute to him. Yeah, uh, like it was two seasons ago on SNL. Mm-hmm. Hey Phil, pull up some of the Chris Farley clips on SNL. Give us a list. Yeah. Was that 1995? Wow, look at that. <laughs> You're trying to do your Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That so Phil's our producer. That now like yeah. So he's just so we just, we make Phil do things. Phil's getting us, yeah. So we got Farrell versus Farley versus. All right, John, who's God. your pick? I, I I have a feeling mine's not gonna be good. My pick is <laughs> Tina Fey. It's not that. All bad. right, that's not bad. I didn't expect it, but yeah, it's yeah. not that bad. Okay. You know, it's a. I think it's a a dark horse pick. I could see, yeah, mm-hmm. I could see it. And again, I think what you need to do with this is there's not a lot of foundation, I, but there's a lot of potential. I, I think there's some good with all these picks. I think there is some good, like the range with all these people, like Will Ferrell, who I think he dominates the movies. Chris Farley, who it's kind of like you look at him and you're like, you know, like you said, Dave, like what he could have progressed to. And then you have Tina Fey, where I feel like a lot of what you're going to be pulling from John is like her TV work. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, she was, she's pretty. I mean, I've seen Thirty Rock. She was definitely a good lead on on Thirty Rock. Different mm-hmm. from the other people you saw at that time, like Steve Carell and yeah. Amy Poehler, but definitely um, established in her own right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's one yeah, of the few. Like big. a lot of people associate her with Amy Poehler and those two together, and I think she's kind of broken that mold where she can go up and do things on her own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I you know what I think. <laughs> This is unrelated to Tina Fey, but it's kind of related to Thirty Rock. I mean, Thirty Rock is a funny show. I, I was just thinking, uh, you I know, rewatch it. It's on Hulu, right? It might be on Peacock now. Yeah. I don't, oh, yeah. they might have moved to the Peacock. <laughs> it was on Netflix. I don't even know if it was. It's on. not on Netflix it probably, anymore. It probably, well, probably it was on Hulu. Then. I think you used to I, buy it on Amazon. Yeah, I I was thinking of uh, you know who's a great character on Thirty Rock that I was just thinking about earlier today, and I just like started laughing. Frank, who had all like the different hats. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me laugh. But with Tina Fey, John, I think you have a really great defense in Mean Girls. I feel like people forget she was the writer in yeah, Mean Girls. I didn't really think about Mean Girls. That's I'm, pretty strong. I'm looking at her even, IMDb. Even Baby, really Baby Mama was one of her big ones, too. Baby yeah. Mama. What was that one she did? Was that Sisters? That one she did with Sisters Amy Poehler? Poehler, yeah. Okay. John Cena was in that. Yeah. John Cena. He might be in here. She, uh, They're making a show about the Peacemaker on HBO. Saw that. Yeah. That's that's cool. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I definitely think TV-wise, I'll definitely have a lot to go off of, but a lot of her... She doesn't even have a lot of movie credits. She's Mupp- local. Mupp- yeah, she is. Yeah, that's right. Muppets Most Wanted. Now, do we do we introduce a wild card? If you're not happy with it, you can... I'll I'll st- I'll, st- I'll stick with Tina. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah okay. I'll disrupt it. But do we feel 
like in terms of Tina Fey, like when you think of like funniest comedians working today, is she at the top of your list? Uh, if you, I feel like if you have this kind of conversation, she definitely comes up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she'd be at the top of my list, but I, I mean, I, mean like, I feel like I associate her more as a writer. Yeah, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, yeah. She kind of reminds me of Kate McKinnon from like the twenty ten tens SNL, mm-hmm. where like when when she left. She had all the potential in the world to do all these things, and she kind of just stuck to, I guess, to what she was passionate about, mm-hmm. which is more like writing and directing and producing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta applaud that. Yeah, no, I think like she's not just like out there making stinkers just to just to make a buck. Yeah, and I think she's like she's a producer on that Kimmy Schmidt show. I don't know if she was a writer so. on that, but yeah. yeah, and local local talent too. She's right, from Philadelphia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is she from Doylestown? Upper Darby. Upper Darby. Yeah. So. Maybe we can get on the podcast. Let's send her a shout out. Phil, email her agent. So. Who we got is the kings of comedy. So Dave's got Will Ferrell. I've got Chris Farley. John's got Tina Fey. All their names start with F. That's kind of weird. Mr. F. Farrell, Farley, Faye. Yeah, that's really weird. (laughs) (laughs) And now, (laughs) what we have to do is our assistant of humor. This is a that's a lame name. Assistant of humor. Okay. I stick with it at this point. The assistant of humor. (laughs) Well, when you have a name, Franklin. How you doing, little man? (laughs) Pop the trunk, please. (laughs) You remember that? All right, so what do we got next? The assistant of humor. Assistant of humor. Okay, I agree. It's a not 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 the best name, but you know when you're when the next one is secretary of giggles, like he, I don't know. That might have should be the second one. Giggles, (laughs) but Uh. all right, pick number two. I don't know how you follow up with Will Ferrell. This is the moment we've all been waiting for, hmm? So my assistant of humor, that what it is? Assistant of humor. My assistant of humor is... Owen Wilson. Wow! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, that's good, they get along. (laughs) Owen Wilson, uh... I mean, he... His career is definitely just playing the sidekick. Yeah. I mean, it, it fits perfectly for this. Mm-hmm. Have him and Will Ferrell done a movie together ever? I mean, you look at, like, Starsky and Hutch, Wedding oh. Crashers. Oh, okay. It's always been, like... I mean, well, it, it seems like it's always been Owen Wilson's the main character and Will Ferrell's playing, like, a side character in that. I, I forgot about Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big like, Earl. <laughs> Big Earl, yeah. But yeah, all of his movies seems like Owen Wilson is like not the first like person casted besides mm-hmm. Drew Taylor, at least to my opinion. Yeah. Well, Marley and me, I guess. Yeah. But he always just comes off as like just like that sidekick character. Like mm-hmm. I don't think he could establish himself as a front runner in, in like a solo career. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I haven't seen him in anything like, in a while. Like if, the, he... if you look back at back in his like career, I'm thinking of like Meet the Parents, the whole like. Trilogy, where I guess you want to call it a trilogy. Um, <laughs> it's the best trilogy in the world. Oh yeah, the Fockers—they're <laughs> great people. Yeah, 
But no, like he was he was a sidekick in Starsky and Hutch. Mm-hmm. He was a sidekick in Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. He did the interview with Vince Vaughn. Yeah, and Vince Vaughn was the first target for that movie. What was it? The the interview? No, not the interview. What was that called? The internship. The internship. The internship. Yeah. Was it? So he's he's always kind of tagging along with someone else, right? He's not always like he's at the forefront, but he's like sharing it with someone else. Yeah, right? he's bu- he's buddy buddy with Vince about, Vaughn. What about Hall Pass? I haven't seen that movie, but is he like the second fiddle in that movie, or he's no, kind of the he's, main? He's kind of the main in that yeah. one. Yeah, I'd say Sudeikis is more. But I think Sudeikis steals a show. Yeah. You've never seen Hall Pass, John? No, I never. Seen oh, it. I was trying to love that movie. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think we said that's one of the movies. We have never laughed so hard at next to this is the end in a movie theater. <laughs> Hall Pass and this is the end. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think you could say Hall Pass probably doesn't <laughs> stand up too well now. Oh uh, no, it's not a 2020 film. Yeah. Um, I still think they probably would make it the same way though, <laughs> but being the Farley brothers. Yeah. But um, looking at Owen Wilson's IMDb, he really hasn't done anything. I mean, the the Cars movies. That's right, Cars. I keep forgetting about Cars. Outside of that, I mean, 2017, he did Wonder, and he did that movie, Father Figures. Father Figures? Ed Helms. Oh. That looked supposed that, to be really bad. That looked bad. Yeah. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw was in it. Terry Bradshaw? Yeah. I think it's him and Ed Helms play like brothers trying to figure out who their dad is. So it's like oh, they meet with Oh, like, okay. I forgot yeah, about yeah, that. yeah. Terry Bradshaw, they think might be her da- their dad. J.K. Simmons might be their dad. That was on Netflix, right? Probably. I mean, well, it came out in theaters. I think like yeah, two people saw it. Like, you know what? I think I watched that, and it was so unforgettable that I forgot about it. <laughs> it was that bad. Is it oxymoron right there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, one thing we've got coming up with him is the Loki show. He's going to be in Loki. Is he playing Loki? No. He's supposed to play... Some like agent or something, like some like time travel agent. Yeah, it's like time variance authority or some some yeah. group in the comics. Oh. it's a good second a good, pick though, Dave. That's a good move for him. Yeah, I'm developing yeah. quite the squad right now. So you got Wilson, you got Farrell. So what makes him a good like Farrell's number two? What do you think is good about that? Well, I think I mentioned it when I first selected it like he's always played that that supporting character the supporting mm-hmm. cast member so I, I think him not not having him not have all that pressure as the lead in something mm-hmm. kind of adds to his as to his benefit if that makes sense yeah yeah he works better in a side role than yeah as the main you're person. not you're not expecting too much out of it okay but you're still going to be getting a decent performance. Yeah, yeah. All right. I like that. I like Owen Wilson. Yeah. Luke's in here somewhere. Maybe one of us are going to pick him. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it's my turn. I don't know who follows up Chris Farley. All right, Matt, who's your assistant of humor? All right. My pick is... Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's 
two probably would have done a movie together though, at some point. <laughs> oh, I don't know if they would. I mean, I feel like Kevin James kind of filled that Chris Farley spot in most of like uh, Sandler's yeah, movies. That's now. A good, that's a good point. But I could see that I could see them doing like a movie where they're like two brothers that so they just don't yeah. get along. Like yeah. something on their own, I guess. Like, okay. like if he were not to have died, I think Step Brothers might have been Chris Farley and Kevin James. <laughs> oh, it would have been a great duo. Yeah. But what to say about Kevin James? I mean, I I wasn't a big King of Queens fan. I mean, I've watched episodes here and there. It's funny, but I think it's the only thing that like really drove his career, really. Yeah. And then what'd you have? You had Chuck and Larry. Yeah, he kind of jumped onto the the Sandman wag mm-hmm. bandwagon with Chuck and Larry. Yeah, and then he did like Grown Ups and Grown Ups Two. I mean, we could all agree his biggest downfall was Paul Blart Mall Cop. You know what I, I always remember with Paul Blart is I think that came around at a time where like not a lot of movies were getting made. It it was something I forget what it was because I mean it was a it was a box it's office like, hit. It's like a writer strike or something like that. Something like that. I think it was coming off right off of. It came out in early two thousand nine, but for some reason this movie made money. I remember. And a lot I don't of know why. Liked, I mean, they did a sequel in like twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. That's like five years ago. That's actually not that far like back. Six, six years, yeah. Well, six but, years from the, I guess, between the sequels. But you're right. He's on the Sandman train. Um, he was also in that one movie where he played like a white supremacist this year. What was that? Becky. Becky. I think that's what it was so called. So he's playing it's a like, bad guy. Yeah, that that thriller. Like, yeah, yeah. I I wanted to check that out just because he was in that. Mm-hmm. Like he's one of those people that it's like you hear him listed and you're like, oh god, but you have to go see it. I heard he wasn't that bad in it. Really? I think they said like his character wasn't written yeah. very well, but like for the like his performance wasn't bad. Well, he's he's doing something. His like YouTube videos have been pretty good. I'm hearing they're funny. He's, I haven't he's seen a YouTube any of channel. Them. He's been doing like a bunch of different YouTube videos. I forget what they are, but um, oh, he did that movie. Here comes the boom. He was like a bo- a, a boxer. I think that was a, that movie was supposed to be pretty good. Too. I heard that was supposed to be good. Yeah. And then he went to TV, and Kevin can wait. He had a little show on CBS for a little bit. Yeah, there was a lot of controversy around that. Oh, Hitch. Remember Hitch? Never seen Smith? Hitch. Her was good. Yeah. But there was controversy around that Kevin can wait show. Do you, do you remember that, Dave, at all? About what? The, that CBS show he has, Kevin can wait. The wife. So the first season, there was a different actress that played the wife. And... um. They killed her off so Leah Remini could come into the show the second season. And it was like a new wife. I'm pretty sure it was a new wife. But just so they could have that like King of Queens reunion and I guess to get like ratings up. Um, that's what I imagine they did that for. But I, don't even, I mean, that show, what did that have? Like two, three seasons? I don't hear. I mean, it might still be on, is it? I don't think it is. I don't hear I anyone like, talk about it. I'm looking at his filmography and he did Zookeeper. I think that was another one of his lead roles. Oh, jeez. But other than that, it's a lot of Sandler stuff. Chuck and Larry, Grown Ups, Hotel Transylvania, Pixels. Oh, he, he, played, he did a movie he with Vince the, Vaughn, he the, he the Dilemma. The, right. He played the President of the United States in Pixels. <laughs> there is a Pixels review on the blog. He did do that. Yeah, he did a movie out. with uh, Vince Vaughn, The Dilemma. Yeah. I think that movie is directed by Ron Howard. It's a Ron, yeah. Ron Howard. I got 25% on Ron Tomatoes. Jeez. The Dilemma? Mm-hmm. Monster House? 
Oh, he got Steve was in Elmer's Christmas Countdown in 2007. We can all rest easy. Like that that's that's his grand achievement might be. Isn't he in that movie uh, Barnyard? I think where the the male cows have udders. Ah, that used to be a Nickelodeon show, right? Oh, it was a movie. I'm pretty sure he played the cow in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, Matt, you struck gold with your with your pick. Farley and James. Yeah. <laughs> so Kevin Can Wait is not on. Um and you know what I was going to say? The the Hotel Transylvania movies, because he's in them, that's like the easiest paycheck for like Sandler and his friends. They just probably come in for like a day or two, record their lines, and that's it. <laughs> like Sandler, Buscemi, James. Especially like Kevin James, David Spade, and all. Like they, they probably only have like seven, eight lines. In the they whole probably movie. go to yeah. lunch and get fucked up and then come back and record. <laughs> probably. Yeah. All right. All right, John. Who's Have your a couple. Pick? Yeah. Anything else yet? Anything else? That's it. Farley James. Let's go. All right, John. Who's your? What's what's this person's called? Assistant of humor. Wh- who's your assistant of humor, John? Okay, my pick is Jack Black. Ooh. Okay. All right. That's that's pretty good. I mean. School of Rock's definitely a very good movie. A movie I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him a lot in Tropic Thunder. He's really funny in that. He's good in those Jumanji movies. Yeah, he is really good. He's very he funny in those Jumanji. Yeah, though he is good in he is good in both of those. Yeah, I can't think of a ton of stuff he's done recently. He was in the Kung Fu Panda movies. Yeah, I think, guess those Jumanji movies would be the most recent. The thing about Jack Black is like you don't need him to be the lead, but like he can be if you wanted him to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I think back in like the mid two thousands they were really pushing him to be the lead in those movies, whether it was like School of Rock or like Nacho Libre, Tenacious uh, D, yeah. things like that. And then I think like after Tropic Thunder, like people might have started picking up like he's kinda of funny when he's not like in the spotlight all the time. Do you think he like, plateaued at Kung Fu Panda? I think he, he hit his stride. I think like that was like the perfect role for him. Just like Kung Fu Panda, and it's like, look, I can make all this money off of these animated movies, and still do like a movie here and there. Like I'm, I'm trying to like, I liked um the one Richard Linklater movie he did. Did you ever see Bernie? I've seen it once. It was that was good, but like small roles like that, like small movies like that, and then yeah, even like Jumanji, like he's a side player in that, but he he pretty much like steals that movie. <laughs> he did a Netflix movie. It was called uh, what was it, The Poker King? Oh yeah, I heard. About I actually that. watched it. It wasn't that bad. I mean, he was the lead in it. It was pretty. It was pretty good. Let's How many see. Kung Fu Pandas? They had three of them. Three. Oh, I like the first one. Goose. I mean, he was good in that uh, that first Goosebumps movie. It's kind of similar to Jumanji, it. but. I remember King Kong. Oh god, yeah, King Kong. <laughs> Forgot he was in that. Even back to like two thousand one, Shallow Hell. Shit, it's another Farley Brothers movie that I don't think holds up too well now. <laughs> <laughs> The house with with a clock in its walls. Yeah. Gull- I always Gulliver's that... Travels probably a flop. Ugh. He did one with um, Owen Wilson, the big year. They're like bird watchers. Oh yeah, that was supposed to be forgettable. I always thought that one movie he did called The D Train sounded interesting. I've seen that. Did you say was it good? Yeah, it was all right. It's weird. I'm pretty sure him and. Uh... This is that James Marsden. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they they have a sex scene in the movie. Oh, jeez. I'm not mistaken. 
God. Be Kind Rewind is actually a pretty good movie. Oh, yeah. He's in that, yeah. He was in Biodome? I didn't know that. That's like a horrible movie. Yeah. He Yeah, he did a lot of like smaller movies. Orange um, County? Like earlier in his career. He's in The Cable Guy. Shark Tale, Ice Age. That, like, John, you got you got a good pick because like he does a lot of like, variety things. Yeah, no, I, I I definitely like him. I think he's good for supporting mm-hmm. this uh, assistant to humor pick. He was in Ice Age. Was he? Yeah, Anchorman. He was in Ice Age. I remember him in Anchorman. Yeah, but I like racing Anchorman with him. He's funny. He gets a lot. Yeah, he punched that dog. Punched the dog off the <laughs> highway. <laughs> He um, he's been getting a lot of attention on like social media. Like he just does a lot of like posts and stuff. I've noticed. I don't really check in on Jack Black too much. Yeah, I believe you though. Good pick though. I think those that are not like act- actively like making movies and shows mm-hmm. are trying to just keep their themselves in the public eye just from the social media. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody's an activist in twenty twenty. Stay active. Yeah. But so, what do you think? You think Jack Black's a good support for Tina Fey, John? I think so. I f- I feel like I could see a movie where the two of them are are in it together. Mm-hmm. Maybe he plays like a lifelong friend, or you know, something like that. Yeah, I could I I could see it when I picked his name. I kind of could see him and Tina Fey being in something together, or I could see them being siblings in a movie. He's like yeah. the annoying younger brother. Yeah, that's a guy. I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't think yeah. of that. Yeah, I could see that. I'm helping his campaign. I just, you know, <laughs> I got the 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 brother duo of Chris Farley and Kevin James, but you know, that movie's not going to be as funny. So, all right, we should jump into round three. Secretary of Giggles. This is the person that comes in for like a quick cameo. <laughs> I love that name, Secretary of Giggles. All right. So my pick is Paul Rudd. Ooh, okay. Yeah. That's that, that's a and movie with three of them in it. You could make that movie. Will Ferrell, Owen Wilson, Wilson, and Paul Rudd. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. It's got to rain all over it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, Paul Rudd. He could come in for one or two scenes and mm-hmm. maybe steal the movie. That's how good he yeah. is. And you know, I'm I'm thinking of a movie in particular that he does that in. I, I lose my train of forgetting thought. Sarah Marshall. That's He's only right. in like two or three scenes. What? Uh, that's right, forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's only yeah. in like two or three scenes in that, but he like, <laughs> yeah. And 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 kind of like like Jack Black with with John's like versatile. Like he's a big Marvel guy now. Mm-hmm. So he could play like the, the movies with the demands. Yeah, he's got that show on Netflix that that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Right, I where, saw where living, like, living with yourself. Living with yourself, yeah. He was, oh, good. yeah. he was good in that. Yeah, and he's he's, he's known for the like, the, all that slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's probably the best Secretary of Giggles I I can come up with if I was like, seriously like constructing this. Shows up for a cameo here and there, right? Yeah. Um. I'm trying He's to think. Probably, are the three of them in a mo- actual movie together? Or pro- probably not. Uh, now, what you think? 
what I think is interesting, and I, I kind of I know when we we're creating this list, what we were trying to do is go through like sections of like comedy. Whereas like I think Will Ferrell and Owen Wilson, like they had those comedies, Anchorman, Starsky and Hutch, Wedding Crashers. Yeah. And then afterward you started seeing more of those like Judd Apatow, Seth Rogen comedies with like um Pineapple Express and Super Bad and Knocked Up. So I think Paul Rudd kind of like just started jumping into like those comedies. Those, you know, those type of movies afterward. But yeah, I mean he very easily could have been in in those. Yeah. Owen Wilson never showed up in Anchorman though, so that that could have I I feel so stupid. Now <laughs> Paul Rudd was in Anchorman. Yeah. Okay. Another wow. one they, they loose, just loose. he just showed up and and I will still laugh at. This is the end. He was very quick in this. Is the he end. shows yeah. up? He shows up with like he like steps on someone's with, head with like, with, like, with like a plant. Yeah, yeah. he steps. Yeah. He That's walks like up a, to like the the whole world just collapsing. It's yeah, like yeah. a resume for being secretary of giggles. <laughs> yeah, it's quick. Yeah. God, I feel so stupid. I forgot he was an anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's Owen Wilson's brother was in, so you almost have one with three of them were in because yeah. Luke Wilson's in the first one. Yeah, I don't know how Owen Wilson was in an anchor man. Like, what was he doing? That was, was he recording cars at that time, or well, probably? Yeah, maybe. Good choice, though, man. I like I like it. Yeah, yeah. And it's the thing is, with the Secretary of Giggles positions, like you're gonna want to expect more from them mm-hmm. based on their performances. So definitely a potential for. Either a, a running a running mate or or, or a top league candidacy. Mm-hmm. So there's a lo, there's low risk high reward. Yeah. With this pick, I'm glad I got this. That's good. Yeah. Any more to say? No. I'm curious to see who you get. There's some like wild names in here that none of us have picked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I threw a couple like random ones in here that we didn't have on this list. That was very sneaky of you. If you get someone like if you get someone it. like Judy Dench, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> Alright, Matt, who's your secretary of giggles? My pick is Rob Schneider. <laughs> I, I, I knew he someone was gonna pick him. I I knew <laughs> I, What can I say? I mean both Farley and James have the relationship with Schneider, whether you have Farley with Schneider on SNL or Kevin James with Schneider in, you know, every Sandman movie. I you know, I'm not a big Rob Schneider fan. I but again, I think this is actually a great pick for a secretary of giggles. Somebody coming in for a cameo here and there, because that's all he ever does in Adam Sandler movies. So he's got the experience. You can do it! Yeah. Probably the only one where he's got like a substantial, excuse me, a substantial role is uh, Grown Ups. Grown Ups, yeah. And that's what you don't, think, you don't think the animal is substantial? Well, yeah, I suppose yeah, the animal. <laughs> well, I, I think we're chick. talking primarily the Sandler. Movies. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, those are probably Happy Madison movies though too. Yeah, I'm Juice sure. Bigelow. Is Juice Bigelow a Happy Madison movie? It definitely. Oh, I'm is. sure he he yeah. produced them. Yeah. Rob Schneider's probably but never made a movie without he, being. Happy and I, I think that's the. the <laughs> <laughs> But I, I think that's a great point we bring up, though, is, like, look at all of the movies he's done where he's been the leading man. And some people might find them funny, but I don't think they stick as well as everyone remembers him in The Waterboy. Everyone remembers him. Um, uh, 
Nobody really remembers. Big Daddy. The Water Boy, Big Daddy, Fifty First Dates. He's very funny in Fifty First Dates. <laughs> but you know, I'm not a big Rob Schneider fan. I don't think he's in as many Sandler things anymore. But he's one of the key elements to a Sandler movie where it's like if like if you like didn't tell me the, the name of the title of a movie, mm-hmm. I just started watching it and I saw Rob Schneider, I'm like, this has to be somewhat Sandler, right? He's got to be in it. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you're, almost, you're almost like looking for him. He's almost like, where's Waldo with these Sandler movies? It's yeah. Like, where's Schneider? He, yeah. he was really, really good, I thought, in uh, Norm of the North. Uh, he was the voice in Norm of the North. Yeah. Oh, Christ. I forgot about that. <laughs> the Lemmings. <laughs> Peeing in the fish tank. Oh, God. What an awful, awful movie. But. Chris Farley, Kevin James, Rob Schneider. Let's There's not go. much else you can talk about with Schneider besides associating with Sandler. And I think that might be to your disadvantage because he might be one of those people that he needs that cushion of like the Sandman to keep afloat. I don't know if he's going to be able to to do his own thing. And that might be hurting to your campaign. Uh, you know, I um, how do you not know that my campaign's not being endorsed by Happy Madison? If any campaign here is being endorsed, it's mine with Chris Farley and Rob Schneider on the bill. And Kevin James. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. <laughs> this is the Happy Madison ticket. Yeah, yeah, go pound sand. <laughs> right. Mm. All right, John, who's your secretary of giggles? Secretary of giggles. Okay. My pick is... Mark Rylance. Who? <laughs> Are you keeping that? Or do you want someone else? <laughs> one of the last minute guys. What? Did you add anyone else? Or? Uh, Mark Riley. There's one more. I, I forget who else I threw in there. He was definitely the most random one. <laughs> <laughs> Tina Fey like Mark Rylance. Straight out of left field. Have you seen him in anything, Dave? Do you know who it is? I don't know who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> I mean, he won, an Oscar. Yeah, he's won an Oscar. He Why was he in this? I, I was hoping somebody would get him. <laughs> <laughs> the BFG. <laughs> Is that the dean from Community? <laughs> no. Yeah, so Mark Rylance. I don't know that we've ever seen a comedic performance from him. Maybe, no. maybe the BFG is like the closest it comes to. Oh. The BFG, he uh, looks like he's done some dramatic work. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Dunkirk, Bridge of Spies. I mean, I, I guess, I, am I the only one that can say I have an Academy Award winner on my team? Of all of these 
Dude, you've Tina Fey, Jack Black. T- Owen Tina Wilson, Fey. I think, has an Oscar nomination for writing. But yes, I think you're the only one that has one that's won, and it's been for acting. Owen Wilson has one. I'm so glad somebody picked Mark Rylance. <laughs> he's got like respected yeah, he talent on. Bombs, yeah. He's got like you at least got respected talent on on I your mean, squad. I, I could see mine as like a like a drama comedy, or dramedy. I guess. Yeah, it definitely skewing somewhere in those lines. And Jack Black with some Richard Linklater movies. Mm-hmm. Tina Fey's shown some range. To... You could definitely use him in the kind of the way that uh, Space Force uses John Malkovich. Like a, yeah. a, a, a big name. I don't well, know I guess he, big he's name, just like, popping in for a cameo, but like, I guess. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah right. it's Secretary of Giggles, Dave. I guess if he's shown <laughs> that range. I mean, he could probably pull off some of this comedy, I guess, that yeah. you know, Paul Rudd or a uh, Rob Schneider would. This is definitely like a Fox Searchlight movie, though. Like probably. a very, you know. A24, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we got all of our positions filled. I think I think we should... Fill up our beers, regroup, and then when we come back from our break, we're going to. I think we should pitch a movie with all three of these, a scenario, and see and see which film, like, that we just come up on the spot with. We see what happens. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. We're gonna do the whole thing. We're gonna title the movie. We could pick a director too. You know, we'll get creative with it. Alright, so guys, let's talk about the beer we're reviewing today. Puddler's Row from Conshohocken Brewing Company. Go where the path takes you. I like that saying. Yeah, it's cool. It's like, it's inspirational. It's uplifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this your guys' like go-to beer from Conshohocken? Or? I never had this. You brought this over, like, where, so where did you first uh, taste this at? So I, I remember having this down at Citizens Bank a few oh, times. Really? I know Conshohocken has a place down at Citizens Bank. They, so have, I they have like a stand the there, or like, like a store, or yeah, like a little like stand type thing. That's cool. Like a, I never yeah. knew that. I think they might, but I don't. I don't want to be certain. And um, yeah, this was one of the beers I had from them. It was good. And um, essentially, what it says. So it says. Puddler's Row Extra Special Bitter is a classic English-style ale with a mellow roasted flavor that's rounded out by a toffee-like caramel sweetness. Puddler's Row is well-balanced between English malts and European hops. So, I think it's good. I think it's um, it it's not super heavy. You no, know? I, I could tell. Like, weighing in at 5.4% alcohol, that's... A little bit higher than your average Bud Light. I mean, mm-hmm. than your average like light beer. Yeah, yeah. Like I, it's pretty easy going going down to. It's not doesn't like stick with you. No. Yeah. There's not like a you know? a bitterness like if you were having like a double IPA or something like that. I like the can design. Is it, is this guy supposed to be like a coal miner? Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. They look, they look like coal miners. Looks like he's sticking something in in a fire. Look like a furnace. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I love the guy on the bike. It's a great logo. Yeah, that, we talked about this before. That logo is cool. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Conshohocka Brewing Company. Have you ever been to Conshohocka Brewing Company? Yeah, a few times. A couple of their places, too. It's fun. They have multiple spots? They do, yeah. So they have the one in Conshohocka, and they have one in Bridgeport. Yeah. Ah, cool. Yeah, it's fun. Is this, what's they have the, another location. What's the vibe like? Where. Is the vibe like cool? It's cool, yeah. I mean, different places. Like, the one in Conshohocka, and it's like they call it their tap room. And the one in Bridgeport, like, is more of like a restaurant style. Um, oh, so they have like food there and stuff like that food at all of them stuff like that yeah i like the breweries um, that have food i always go to some breweries and it's like they have to like have like a food truck come out which isn't a bad thing but like yeah i, I kind of like the, the spots that have like their own food and they make their own identity that way too yeah i like that a lot and they have another location somewhere i i always i should look it up definitely some good taste to this though it's not. It's not. It's a little bit bitter, but it's not too, like harsh. I don't know that I get too much of like a toffee or like a caramel, but it's different from like you know like a fruity beer when you have something like that. This is this is a little more. Uh, I can taste a little bit of the hint of the of the caramel. I, it's good. It's not overpowering, or you know, it pairs well. Do you say do you say caramel or caramel? I, I usually say caramel. You should say caramel. Caramel. Yeah. It's weird how people say say different words. It's like water, water. Caramel, caramel, tomatoes, tomatoes. Water. Um, but no, but they also they have the place in Phoenixville, so um, wow, which is more of like a game type vibe. Like they have shuffleboard things like that. Cool, so it's fun. Very cool. Yeah, but um, they got some good beers there. For me personally, with the, with these craft beers, like there's, I really like couldn't say I could sit here and drink like six, seven of these in in one sitting. You know, mm-hmm. like. I think these are something that you you really you sip on and you uh, I guess trying to appreciate everything that goes into making it, you know. It's more of a beer you kind of want to like enjoy or like savor. Yeah. 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 Check it out. How many how many brews would you guys give this on our rating scale of one to five brews? I give this a four. I give this a four. Yeah, I think I'd go yeah four four and a half. Yeah, I like it. It's good. Four and a half. High praise. I think that's the highest score of beers ever gotten on this show. I think you're right. I think you might be right with that. Yeah. Good. So check it and, out. And if you're enjoying this at 4.5, I'm going to tell you, you guys just listen to us. Don't drink and drive. You're not supposed to be doing it. Mm-hmm. And trust me, like if you get getting caught with a DUI is not the funnest thing, and it's super super expensive. No. And especially with things being all crazy and haywire right now, and people losing their jobs and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you don't want to be wasting your money on lawyers' fees and all that kind of stuff. So be, be responsible. Call an Uber and wear your mask while you're doing it too. You're supposed to be yeah. wearing a mask in these in these Ubers now. Be safe. Stay safe. Check out the Puddlers Row from Conchahawken Brewing Company. Back to post credit brews with Matt and Dave. Okay, so we got our leading candidate, and we got the uh, the supporting comedy role, and we got the secretary of giggles. We have each have three people. We're gonna have to come up with a movie starring our three main people to really showcase why we have the best squad. Mm-hmm. But we also had this this what was a hat became a ceramic bowl was once a hat again and is now a ceramic bowl. Again, filled with a bunch of names that are just mm-hmm. too good to not be used. So I think what we should do is do a little bit of, not like Mad Libs, but like something along those lines. Yeah. So we'll we'll give a synopsis of our movie, and we'll say, 
starring, supporting cast by, and we'll pick three random names out. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just get some reactions. Good, bad, ugly. I like that idea. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think I think I have an idea. All right. You ready? I got it. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. All right. I got it. Okay. So I have a movie, and it's starring Will Ferrell as my lead role. He is a restaurant manager. He runs this highly successful restaurant. You know, the beginning of the movie is just going to be him talking about his praises and how he's so successful and all this stuff. I think we're going to make it like a seafood restaurant. I'm not decided about that. I just thought about this 30 seconds ago. Mm-hmm. And his long-distant brother that he hasn't seen in like 20 years start playing play by Owen Wilson shows up back into the fold and then desperately needs a jab to get back on his feet. So Wilfell brings him in to the, his family, wife and kids, you know, causes a little bit of mayhem into the everyday norms that goes on with their lives and kind of puts them on their toes a little bit. And I have Paul Rudd as like, like my background comedy player who's going to play either like a line cook or a significant like staff member role in inside this restaurant that always has the the funny one liners. You know who he'd be good? He'd be good as like the host. The host like, when you come in. That'd be like, that'd be perfect. Yeah. That, that's some, great. Like, lines in that. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Yeah. You know, and it's not a seafood restaurant, it's a country club. There you go. Will Farrell is the general manager of a country club. So we had the rest of the names that we're gonna pick out. Mm-hmm. And so that's the my three that I, my main ones. And yeah. Now I'm going to just... Supporting cast. Supporting cast. It's the first time seeing these two. We got... Jonah Hill. He'd be a good line cook. This, like... I'm pretty sure somebody has pitched this movie. Like, the cast that you have for... Like... Yeah. Vince Vaughn. Oh. No, you're... <laughs> I can see him being it's like be I can see him being like, 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 like I can see him being like, like the lead server that's trying to take over the manager spot. <laughs> yeah. You know what I like too, and I'm going to say this before you pick your last one, Dave. Is like I feel like our audience needs to know we're not making this up because why would John have picked Mark Rylance? <laughs> like, Mark Rylance kind of kind of gave a solid like <laughs> to pick making my pitch. You know, if I'm not making it to Jim Carrey, uh, I mean. I'm pretty sure all of them. Are I could see him being like like a, a dishwasher or like like a. <laughs> I see him being like, like a like really someone that's like crazy, sweeping up the floors and stuff like that, just in the background. I could see him just being a really angry chef. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be great too. Yeah. I had so many opportunities, so many things I could do with mm. this. This is great. Yeah, all these people fit good in like this kind of environment too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's your movie. You gotta come up with the title and who's directing. Who's directing this? Christopher Nolan. No, just kidding. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a loud movie. <laughs> Lots of like plates banging. Yeah. yeah. Um. It just would have been great for like the late John Hughes, but yeah. I was. You don't have to pick a director. That, I just. <laughs> maybe like Rob Reiner. Okay. Maybe I could see Rob Reiner doing this. Get him in there. Yeah. All right. Good. But that's me. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see what you guys have. Okay. So with my pick, I have Chris Farley, the main guy, Kevin James, and then we got Rob Schneider in there too. So what I think is going to happen in this movie is, or what will, the movie I'm pitching is Chris Farley and Kevin James are playing these aging folk singers. So that's their thing. They're both brothers. They sing folk songs together on the road. And Rob Schneider is their manager. Is this the Country Bears? It's not the Country Bears. No. <laughs> Chris Farley, Kevin James, Rob Schneider. So is there kind of, is there like, like, is there going to be some kind of like emotional, like, feud yeah. that like, so like they're, they're best friends and then one's better than the other and they get pulled away? No, I, I think what I want to do with this is they're both very stupid bumbling people but they're very like kind so rob schneider's their manager and what so, they're he does, all, so they're like, like john candy yeah similar to that yeah and rob schneider essentially books them a tour in like rural america so they're doing shows in like dive bars in like west virginia things <laughs> like that and um they just they get stuck in this town uh, let's say like there's like a snowstorm or like a blizzard and they get stuck there and uh they just do shows and then they kind of start reevaluating their life while they're in that town. Um, it's a very simple movie. It's not too much to it. You Can I offer expect. some advice? Sure. I think it would work very well if you were to do they they were a duo that thinks they're good, but they're really not. But then they get stuck in this mm-hmm. with the scenario where they come together and and. Rob Schneider is like the person that finds them, like, like they're they're dead, they're down their luck, and Rob Schneider finally they're at, at a dive bar and they're up doing for like karaoke night, and they these two guys sing together. They have talent, but they they don't know how to gel together. And mm-hmm. then they do karaoke night, and Rob Schneider's like there at the end of the bar, just like like ten sheets to the wind. He's like, no, they sound great. Well, the thing is, they're brothers in this, so that's where I'm saying what like I'm thinking might happen is when they're in this town, they kind of realize. Rob Schneider is this like CD manager, so he's taking all their money or, or something like that, you know, or he's holding them back. You have a lot of potential with that one. We'll I, I, I like yeah. I like that. I I, I think like that, that the brother angle with Chris Farley and Kevin James I think could go pretty far. Um, and Rob Schneider is a CD manager. I feel like is is pretty good casting. So now would know. Rob Schneider just be like a CGI the entire time? Would his character be CGI'd? I was thinking we de-age Rob Schneider in this movie. Could de-age him to go like yeah. Like what he looked like when he was in SNL. Okay. Yeah. So. So. And supporting cast. Do you have any supporting cast in this? Oh yeah, the supporting cast. So essentially, I feel like the supporting cast is going to be this town. So I mean, essentially in the movie, what I feel like is going to happen is they go to this rural town, and yeah, they realize that their talent's kind of being wasted just doing these small shows. They realize they're kind of bigger than that. Maybe maybe like they they had to go up like for. Maybe like a spot, like a, a a spot on on the radios, like a new music like spotlight, like mm-hmm. sh- like I guess time slot to do a performance. Yeah, and they have yeah. to go up against this other band. Maybe these three people could be that band. Mm-hmm. Or I think what could happen is maybe they go to this town and the town promotes them, or the town really pushes them to do this like big like talent thing or something that's in their town or a couple towns away. I don't know. This is really stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think of my movie. 
But you, but you got three people that you had to use in some in way. Yeah. So these are like the townsfolk in this movie, I think. I mean, you can you can use it as like use it for anything, like opposing mm-hmm. opposing team that they're going against, or just random background people. Like you could do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we don't. Yeah. So you got Kevin James, Chris Farley, so and Rob Kevin Schneider. James, Chris Farley, Rob Schneider, also starring. Ben Stiller. He would have played a good manager. He would have played a... He, he is the manager role yeah. in anything he does. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe make him like the mayor of the town. Amy Schumer. Maybe like a love interest or something in the movie. <laughs> Perfect. That's, that's, <laughs> you're laughing. That, that's great, though. And then we also got... Chris Rock's in this one too, so he'd be good too, you know. I could see him being like the the host of like some a venue that's that they they go to frequently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or a bartender at, at a bar. Or, bartender, yeah. So or maybe you know, or maybe even just like like the the singer that's opposed to them. Yeah, like you could use him for anything. I think the movie needs a little work, but I think you you got a good cast to work with. Here. You have a good mold. This is a diverse cast too. Yeah, like I'm I'm looking at it. Yeah, so all right, we'll work on it. Maybe we'll come back to this in a future episode. <laughs> so in in a year, so we have a year. So this time next year, we got to do the Forgotten Files come kind of round table. Where are they now? And we'll see how the movies progressed. How, yeah, right. <laughs> so, all right, John. What 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 do you got in mind? All right, so uh, I d- again, as I, I kind of mentioned, I definitely feel like with this cast, it's maybe kind of like a, like a dramedy. Um, so I think basically the way I'm looking at this is, uh, you know, Tina Fey plays like a like a therapist or something, you know, for like like a uh, like you know a prison, um, and Jack Black is this kind of prisoner that she's really trying to you know change and mold, and she's very by the book, and she doesn't really know if she's gonna, doesn't really want to even take the time to work with Jack Black, who's like the, I guess, most prominent, you know, criminal or, you know, patient at this facility, um, and, you know, and working with her, you know, he really starts to change, and she starts to change as well, and it really, you know, benefits both of them, it's the, that kind of uh, a film. Uh, Mark Rylance, I think, portrays a, a comedic uh, prisoner and as well in the facility um, <laughs> gets to flex some comedic chops uh, in this movie but again uh, also somewhat connected to his more uh, dramatic roots um, I see this as like a Richard Linklater type you know film uh, some comedy but some some heart as well uh, with, with Tina Fey Jack Black and Mark Rylance John's got a winner there it's like the most complete one I think yeah, yeah. out of all of us yeah and you got some supporting cast with this? Yeah, let's see. I think I'm probably going to pick some weird ones. but You can't get any more true than Mark Ryland, though. Yeah, I guess that's the most bizarre one that's in here. That works for your movie, though, I'll, I'll say. It may, yeah. I, I was thinking like a more, like I guess, comedic light. Like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest type. So. Jack Nicholson. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, he fits with it. So he's gonna play. He's gonna play another it's patient, like I guess. An aging. Prisoner. Maybe he plays like the warden of the facility. That's good. I could, yeah. I could see, you know, bring him out of the, uh, bring him back into a role, like a prominent role. Oh, I could see. I could see him in like a, in like a, in like a bodysuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just 
completely senile like Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Like he's anger old. management anger management esque. Nicholson's in like his eighties now. He's not, he's not looking too good. I you know, for I kept thinking he was gonna show up in Doctor Sleep. He didn't, but I was thinking maybe he might have been in it. That'd have been cool. Yeah. Alright, let's see. And then we also have Luke Wilson. Alright. All right. I could see him as like a prison guard. Yeah. A bailiff or something. Yeah, I mean, a prison guard. That, 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 lines. Wherever he is, he gets like bullied by everybody. Yeah. Like like prisoners walk all over him or sti- yeah. co-workers walk all over him. He's doing more like dramatic stuff now too, Luke Wilson. I think he was on like the Goldfinch last year. I think he might be Wasn't right. supposed to be a good movie, but. Old school is dramatic. It's the right. most dramatic role. <laughs> and Seth Rogen. I, your movie makes Rose the most Rose. sense. Like the it cat. does, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it. I guess it does in a way. It's not like, <laughs> I mean, it's a wild case. It's random, but I guess you could pull it together. Yeah. I think like like compared to like yours, compared to mine, it's like I have a bunch of people that could be playing star roles, mm-hmm. and you gotta find ways to use them in like supporting roles. So that's gonna be a little bit difficult for me. Yeah. So I think with with yours, Dave, I feel like I could honestly see that as a movie. Like with mine, like all the actors in it, like I feel like it's actors from all different, at least all the supporting ones I picked, Stiller, Schumer, and Rock. Like I could see them all being in different things completely. And then yours, John, like I could see that actually being like a cast rounding out. I could see that being like a serious movie and like being nominated for some. See it being like a t- like team. And I could see this being like the. Like I could see this being like mine being like the the comedy of the year or up there. Mm-hmm. And I could see yours being played at an indie festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's like in the middle. It doesn't. Yeah. All all good though. I mean, this was fun. We'll have to do this again. I, I think we should give some honorable mention to those that pulled a Bernie and dropped out too early. Let's see. Mike Myers. I, I would have liked to have seen him pop up. Yeah. He could have been using any three positions. I think so. Adam Sandler. Not. I, I don't care if I, if I had him or not. Eddie Murphy. I would have liked to have Eddie Murphy on my team. I could have seen him in your in your movie. Maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe in some capacity, yeah. Kristen Wiig. Okay. We'll see how she doesn't cheat it. I, I don't know if she can make that jump yet. Yeah. Jason Siegel. Good one. He hasn't done, like, a ton lately. But... Yeah, he's been pretty silent. I liked him in How I Met Your Mother. He was one of the funniest characters in How I Met Your Mother. Very funny in that. David Spade. He would have fit in mine. He would have. He seems like he's get, jumping more and he wants to do more of like talk show stuff. He's got his own talk show. He has his own talk show, but he's always, he's always guest hosting for Jimmy Kimmel and Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Steve Carell. Steve Carell would have been, would have been a nice one to have. Amy Poehler. I don't care much for Amy Poehler, but I think, I think she brings a lot, a lot of uh, upside to the team if you were to have her. Similar to Tina Fey. Yeah. yeah. Melissa McCarthy. She'd been good. She, I was kind of hoping she would be the James Farley McCarthy ballot. <laughs> that would have been funny. Will like, Forte? Will Forte would have been a grab. That would have been good. That would have been a great, a great pick. Yeah. Kevin Hart? We had to include him. You know, he, he 
He's everywhere. Yeah, Philly guy. Luis Guzman. <laughs> Forgot I boom in there. And Sasha Baron Cohen. Okay. You tell me John Luguzama didn't even make this at all? Yeah, when I saw Luis Guzman, I was thinking Luis or John Luguzama might pop like, up. We, we, could, we could have put John Cena in there. I was thinking, yeah, like Arkey and Peel or something. Yeah. It would have been good. This was fun, though. I, I think this gives us some ideas to, to use in future episodes, right? Yeah. I, I wondered, homework assignment, like I said, I think we should like, write out the movie that we have. Mm-hmm. And whoever gets pitched wins like five bucks like whoever gets picked up by by a studio wins like five bucks i hope we win more <laughs> well just for this bet yeah forgotten files is nice because like there's not too much pressure with it yeah it's just yeah. like more open form discussion which yeah. I, we're getting a lot of positive feedback from these types of episodes i mean i hope obviously we would love to go back to just reviewing like the newer stuff and and just straight up like movies but you no know, with the with COVID really putting a damper on everything, we're, we're trying the best that we can to keep this thing going. It's tough. Yeah. No, it's it's tough trying to find, you know, content to review. And I think we had a lot of fun going seeing Tenet. But I felt like we were pretty creative this week. Yeah. Just doing, like, being the best of the situation at hand, what we got. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was nice just... I actually forgot about a lot of things that we were talking about. At least yeah. some of these people, too. Yeah, it was cool. So. But check us out on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. That's like the main ones that we use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're thinking about making a TikTok if if the if it's still a United States app by the time we make it. Really, it's still in limbo right now. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. What will we even do on a TikTok? Yeah, I, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Do like some kind of like synchronized dance like when. Like the right before we're about to record, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't get TikTok. Me neither. Yeah. Do you do you use it? I I I never even like looked no. at a TikTok. I don't use it. Yeah. Sometimes I'll see them on Instagram, but I've never had the app. Yeah. I mean, there you have our information. I'm not worried about that. It's just, it's just I got so much better shit to do do during the day than sit there and just watch TikTok videos. Watch TikToks. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, agree. Whatever. But yeah. And also check out our blog, postcreditbrews.blogspot.com. Mm-hmm. John's doing a great job. Do- I-, I need to get better at-, at writing things. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just finding the time. But John- John's yeah. been doing a great job. Yeah, that- that's that's your season. baby. Like Full control over that, yeah. yeah. Y- you keep doing you. He- so he's doing every episode of The Boys for this season. Mm-hmm. Did you do season one? There's a, like a he did like a quick, he, he quick did like, review, for but for season two, he's he's doing whole. every episode of season two as as they're being aired. It's really cool and it's really fun if you're a fan of the show. You can another way to engage. Mm-hmm. I, I I think you're doing a great job with it. Yeah. Really good stuff. Yeah, it's good reviews. Thank you. Yeah. So we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Google, iHeartRadio. And most recently, we're on Amazon Music. Check us out on Amazon Music. We're one of the first podcasts ever to get onto Amazon Music Music's platform for podcasting. It's a big deal. Oh, I was super excited when they asked us to jump on there. Yeah, they asked me. 
Did they? Yeah, I got an email. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> and I'm still waiting to hear from Pandora and Sirius XM. I would love to get Sirius XM. That would be a great get. It's a good get. Yeah. But please give us feedback. Give us ratings on all the apps. Like it matters. Mm-hmm. Leave a leave a comment. If you don't like the way we do things, let us know. We're trying to make things better. Yeah. And please, if you want to be a guest and come on and talk with us, we would love to have guests on. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of talking to these two. I talk to them all the time. I'd love to get some new fresh voices in here. Just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, this has been Post Credit Brews. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. And I'm John. And thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.